Hi, this is Zach. And Kayla. This first episode is brought to you by Modelo and Bijigao Portuguese Red Blend. I don't know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> it's good, whatever it is. Um, we just wanted to get started today after a little tasting at our local liquor store. And we are going through a lot of adulting right now. And wanted to start this podcast to explain the process of our next big adulting project, which is buying a house. Yay. <laughs> um, so Zach and I have been looking at homes on Zillow for two years. Probably the whole time I've known you. A little over two years. And um, backstory, I actually owned a house in Kansas City. And we sold it a year and a half ago to move to California, where we continued to look at houses and could not afford them. Um, Zach, tell them about the houses where we lived. Pretty dated. Um, never seen tile on the countertop before we moved there. And it was the same tile yeah. on every countertop. Somebody came in with a bunch of tile and decided to put it everywhere. <laughs> and this was not Mediterranean. This was up in the mountains of Yosemite. Um, so... Um, a little less than a month ago, we decided to move back to Kansas City, thus kind of relighting the fire underneath our home search again. And um, to get the process going, typically you would need to get a pre-approval and a realtor first. Um, to get a realtor, I think the best way to do it is to ask around. I think how many of your friends have recommended you to a realtor or said, oh, do you need a realtor? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody knows somebody. Everybody knows somebody. So chances are you probably know somebody that's bought a house and they will want to recommend you to their realtor, which I think is a great way to find a realtor. You can also find them through Zillow. Zach had um, a realtor reach out to him via Z Zillow. Did I? And set you up an account and everything. Oh. That's why everything's effed up. Oh, that's why I had to create a new email address? Yeah. So a random person that we've never met or heard of or talked to on the phone has Zach set up in his account. Um, but we, I actually were using a realtor that I found the very first who I used the very first time I bought a home. And um, she was recommended to me by a friend who re was recommended her by a friend. So it's kind of a process. Um, Pre-approval. Uh, you can talk a little bit about that. Well, that was interesting at first because I was a 1099 employee and they don't like that. <laughs> they don't think you can prove you make the money you do. But now I moved back and got a real job again. It's gotten a lot easier. Just What paperwork? 
Just had to get our employment contracts or offer letters together to prove that we'll be making the money we're going to make. Um, and then they just said, here, here's a whole bunch of money you can borrow and pay <laughs> off for the rest of your life. And pre-approvals are really pretty simple if you have a salary, but uh, millennials like us, many are moving away from a salaried job and working for themselves. Not only that, home prices and interest rates are starting to go back up. Well, home prices are starting to go back down. Interest rates are starting to go back up. And so we know that we're living in a time where not a lot of young people are buying homes. And that's kind of another reason we wanted to do this, to demystify the process. Um, they are actually, they have given us a pre-approval for a 3% down payment and also a 6%, is that right? Five. 5% down payment. So we do not have 20% to put down on a house. Well, we do, but it would be a really cheap house. Right. Um, but we're pre-approved for a good loan. And we don't have that much money. Well, I don't have, I have a little bit of cash to put down. Zach is actually going to um, reinvest from his 401k, which is, sounds pretty easy too. Is that right? IRA, but yeah, I think they're both pretty easy. It's, you're allowed to take up to $10,000 out without paying a penalty. You'll still be taxed on it. Um, I think it's as long as you've got, you've had it for at least two years a year or two, I think. I don't remember exactly. But if you withdraw early, you'll be taxed on it. But uh, if it's before a certain amount of time, you also have usually like a 10% penalty on top of that. But since mine's been in there a while, I won't. And is it, it something about reinvesting it in a house that makes it not have a penalty? Right. You have to prove that you used it on a house or either bought a house or I think did improvements on a house. And it's only up to $10,000. Yeah. So we're not rich, but here we are pretty easily pre-approved to buy a house. And we've been looking at Zillow, obviously. We're huge Zillow fans. Um, <laughs> and we're looking at houses that meet all of our expectations, which is the next thing that I want to talk about because um, Zach and I are not planning on growing a family. So we're not looking for a giant house in the suburbs. <laughs> and um, so do you want to talk about our expectations, what we're looking for? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. You want a yard? I do. I, I really want a yard. I want a dry basement because I don't want to bail water out in the middle of the night again. From experience, we don't want to do that. <laughs> um, I would like a porch so I can be an old man and drink beer and yell at the neighborhood kids. Get out of my yard. Um, <laughs> I think we both like open concept. I mean, ish. everybody likes that now that they watch HGTV. <laughs> um, also, Zach is a huge fan of Joanna Gaines and Chip. <laughs> Some of their stuff gets a little repetitive, but but you also do not want to fix rubber. No, I do not want large projects. <laughs> I want to be able to move in and be comfortable for a while. And I must say, Zach is a, a huge fan of the high end finishes. Um, so in that way, we might be a little demanding, but 
so far, most of the houses that um, have we've found on Zillow have had nice finishes for the most part. Um, we're only looking for a minimum two bedrooms, one and a half bath. However, we would like three, three bedroom, two bath probably. And also we don't want a huge house. In Kansas City, it's really nice. Um, there's everything from a tiny one bedroom, 600 square foot house, like the one that we're currently sitting in renting out up to, um, what was that house up in? Oh, almost 3,000 square foot that oh. we're looking at tomorrow. And how many bedrooms? I think it's only four. Four bedrooms, three bathrooms. Mm -hmm. But it's a mid-century modern. So Zach really wants. For. Yeah, Zach really wants to look at it. Um, but three thousand square feet is a substantial house for two people and a dog and a cat. So we'll see. It might not feel as big as it actually is. I think it's just a matter. That's of... That's what she said. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what we're looking for. Anything else? No foundation issues. <laughs> we don't want it to be crumbling. Um, <laughs> I think you'd like a garage. I would like a garage. Or a she shed. I really like refinishing furniture. And I want a space that I'm okay with getting dirty. And has electricity. Those are two things that you need to have together. It's true. And, you know, we say we want a yard. And we have a dog and a cat, but the yard is definitely not for the dog. <laughs> the Bill dog gets his business done and comes right back inside. <laughs> Our dog's name is Bill, and he's a 10-year-old mutt. And he does not like being outside running around because that's not where the people are. So... Um, the yard is more for us to play yard games and I just really love mowing. <laughs> the cat doesn't go outside, but not very often. She would love a sun porch. <laughs> Sometimes they say like, you're kind of crazy because you're shopping for your dog or your cat. And I always thought those people on house hunters were crazy. Psycho. For saying like, oh, my cat would love this. But now. You're going to give her mom, a catio. I'm going to get her a catio for sure. Doesn't that sound great? She would love it. But so that's kind of what we're looking for. And for us to be able to get all of those things pretty easily. It's not like the budget's really been tight. Um, for pe two people who are not really savers. And we're actually really spenders. For the most part, we just literally came back from eating dinner out. But we pay our bills and we have fun. <laughs> yeah. Not planning on living long enough to need a bunch of money. Oh, babe. So we had a meeting with our realtor on Monday. And um, so I've been through this process before, but this is Zach's first time going through the process. So she's amazing and prepared a big folder of the process. And I just kind of dorkily want to go through the process just so people kind of know what they're getting into for this podcast. 
Um, so first off in the process is find your realtor, get a pre-approval letter. Got that. Check, check. Um, the next step in the process is what I think is the most fun, but I think not everyone thinks it's as fun as I do, which is looking at houses. And we'll get into that in a minute. Um, the next step is when you find a house you actually like, you sit down with your realtor and you say, I want to offer this much. Um, I need them to pay closing costs or I'm going to play pay closing costs and I'd like them to have a home warranty included and blah, blah, blah. There's all sorts of things that you include in your offer. Your realtor takes it to the other person's realtor. They say yes or no. There's the negotiation part. And then after that, the really daunting, meticulous part that no one likes to talk about comes up. And that is inspections. <laughs> so when I bought my last house, I actually had three inspections. I had the home inspection, and which is terrifying, watching someone crawl over this house that you're about to spend $100,000 on, which was my budget for my last home, buying it by myself <laughs> two years ago, three years ago, three years ago, 2016. And um, then I also had a, I think I had a foundation inspection and a mold inspection or something like that. No, 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 not mold. It's like maybe carbon dioxide inspection or something. So anyway, there's all these different little inspections that cost quite a bit of money that you do in between actually owning the house. That you're So you're spending all this money on this house you don't even own yet. And you're finding out a lot about the house. And the more that comes up, you're like, oh, shit, 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 shit. Should I actually spend this much money on this house? Um, and then you can also go back and negotiate during that time if you find out that there is a huge foundation issue or something like that. And that's your chance to pull out if you find a major problem with the house. And then... Because you don't want a bunch of baby houses. Yeah. <laughs> but <it's... laughs> um, And then you reach the final agreement. <laughs> um, and... The seller says, yeah, that works for me. And then you say, okay, that works for me. And then you get the property appraised. And the bank actually needs this because they don't want to loan you a lot of money if the house isn't worth that much money. So you do the appraisal process. 90% of the time, the appraiser only writes the appraisal for up to the home loan that you're getting. So if the house is actually worth more than the loan that you're approved for, they won't write it for more. But if it's worth less than what you're approved for, they will write it for less, if that makes sense. Um, and then you wait however long your closing is, 15 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. That's negotiable. You negotiate all of that up front. And then you go into this office a title company, and you sign 400 pieces of paper and they give you a key. 
Can I just get a stamp made? You actually have to sign each one? Can I just get a stamp with my initials and my signature? I don't know. You should ask Becky. Maybe. <laughs> Sounds a lot easier. Yeah. Um, so we had that meeting on Monday. And so we've been sending our realtor um, homes that we like, which is a lot. We're very curious people. And our problem is that we don't really know where in Kansas City we want to live yet. And Zach and I don't 100% agree on like home qualities and living area and stuff like that. I mean, we mostly agree, but not on everything. So that's always fun. Um, but in Kansas City, we don't know. So that's fun for our realtor. <laughs> She's like, you guys need to decide on an area. But a home came up. Is it yesterday? Yesterday. I eat the map. The home market in Kansas City is um, slowing down a little bit, but you're still in the point where if a good home comes on and it's a, you know, a pretty competitive price, it could be sold within 12 hours. We've seen that happen. A lot. A lot of houses that we save because we want to go look at them are done the next day. Or pending. They're not technically sold because they're not closed on yet. Yeah, people's financing can fall through or they could die. <laughs> All those fun things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we found a cute house, really cute, on Thursday. And our realtor said, this one might go fast. Can you guys make time today to go see it? And we said, yes. This is our first home to go look at together. Exciting. And we did. And I actually um, recorded pieces from the tour. But the app um, was a malicious app and started sending me ads on my phone. So I had to delete it. So tell us what your first impression was. I thought it was nice. I think it's okay. Um, I think Zillow is like, Tinder for houses. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, not always. <gasps> Thanks, Bill. Not always as great as it looks in the pictures. Yeah. Once you start walking around in there and what are you saying? It, you go through a lot of uh, bad houses before you find the right one. <laughs> Zach and I met on Tinder. <laughs> Some houses have wonky floors and. So that was kind of the, the thing that I didn't like. No, I don't like falling down to one side when walking. Yeah, the floors, it was a like a hundred year old house. Um, and I thought the people that lived there were really um, like creative and had it decorated very tastefully. But that didn't stop us from noticing that the edges of the floors were sloped. Yeah. I noticed as soon as walking up, that the foundation under that front porch was all crumbling already. Mm -hmm. You hide it behind the bushes, but I still saw it. Yeah, you did. So my mom told me right before we went to go see the house, it's a hundred year old house. Make sure you check the electrical and the foundation. And I did not tell Zach that, but he did both of those things without me even saying it. 
Um, checked the electrical, which was um, not super upgraded, but it wasn't bad. No, it was a little old. It was a 100 amp service, but there's some old wiring I noticed still everywhere. The windows were probably original, but um, they weren't cold. No. Next to them. There wasn't any drafts. It was a really cold day. You should check for because that is so important in your house. It was so cold. It was like a 10 degrees outside. Without the wind chill. And it was warm in the house. Um, the kitchen was small. Mm-hmm. A lot smaller than it looked in the pictures. Yeah. They're good at angles. <laughs> Just like Tinder. <laughs> angles. Isn't there a song? Could be. I don't know. Gotta hit your angle. Isn't that it? Yeah, the kitchen's probably small enough. I could probably touch either side of the cabinets. Yeah. At the same time. It was the size of this kitchen that we have in this 600 square foot house. True. It did have a nice basement, though, that was dry. It had a nice backyard, fenced in, a she shed. (laughs) Three bedrooms, two bathrooms. Something that sucks about all the snow right now. I can't really get a good feel for the yard. yards or anything like or that. Or the roof. The yeah. roof is hard to look at too because roofs are not cheap to replace. Yeah. So um, we had a great, well, here's the best part. This is our very first house that we went to go see. But it turns out they were actually having an open house at the same time. So we walked in and were offered wine, cookies, cheese. So our realtor looked over at Zach and she said, you know, Zach, not all open houses or not all houses we look at are going to have wine, (laughs) which I thought was pretty funny. They should. They should. Get people liquored up and they'll make bad decisions and buy your house. (laughs) So it was, I thought it was a good first house to look at. And then we're also scheduled um, tomorrow. Uh, to go look at eight houses so we can really get a good idea of what we like and what we don't like. Yeah, she had nine on the list, but one already went to pending. Oh, I didn't count them. them. Yeah, (laughs) but we're back down to eight, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless more have gone pending since then, I haven't looked. So that house that went pending was on the market for two days Mm -hmm. because I saved it on Thursday and tomorrow's Saturday. Oh, no. So it was on the market for one day. Um. Yeah. So anyway, this is our home buying process and we want to get real with you guys as much as we can. And so we have a text line for questions and thoughts or things that you want to know or things that you hate about us or things that you love about us, whatever. No dick pics, please. (laughs) It's uh, 928-380-3974. So text us and we will either address your questions or concerns or dick pics on the show or we'll text you back and say we can't address it on the show. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Well, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, you're a real hero. Appreciate you. And we will be back in a week with an update on how our first real house hunting day went. 